feel the time, the training, or the inclination for strategic thoughts. Let's play Yes. So welcome to Knowledge Daddies. Yes. Question mark? Yes, welcome. Welcome. So today, Sean's not here. No, Sean's not here at all. He's having some kind of comedy football hour. Really? Yeah. Uh, Is that European football or uh, Scandinavian? It's um Tasmanian football. Mm. Yeah. Ask me a question about football. I know nothing. So when the when the linebackers are in the fifty yard line on a third down, who is in charge? Uh, the quarterback. Yes. Is it the quarterback always in charge? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got nice. it. You know everything about football. Nice. I thought I could throw you off with a bunch of jargon. Uh, but I didn't know what I was talking about either. So there you go. I and thought I, you were going to go like, it's like, is it better to go for uh, uh, field like a, goal. Kick, a, a field goal or? It's usually people go for like I guess the cautious thing is to go for a field goal there. Yeah, instead I don't of go for a crazy. I, I yeah, I would say very ignorant things about football. Yeah. What's is there if there what sport are you most knowledgeable about? Uh wow, that's a good question. Because the answer is none, but uh dead yeah. air. Yeah, I really <laughs> I I don't know. Don't yeah. so none. None. none none yeah <laughs> okay seriously but if, what if your life depended on you answering a sports quiz which would you choose i would panic uh i mean you knew about a field goal that's something yeah i know like snippets here and there that's uh something i listened to bill burr's podcast he rants about sports so maybe some of that's rubbed off I mean, for, for, for me, it's pretty easy. MMA, I mean, I know way more about MMA than I do about anything else. So that's easy. But then it's a steep drop off from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So wait, we're going to have your brother on. We are. My brother, Ian. Ian Desiderio. Ian Desiderio. And last, I think I only really met him in person once um, after we recorded our our drunken wine chess podcast on my old defunct podcast, Weird Ball. Yeah, that has it has been scrubbed from the Internet. Yeah, I like the intro to that. Uh, it was really the, the, the artwork and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I liked I liked the setting we filmed in in your dad's basement mm. well, when he had all the paintings there. Yeah, yeah, that is is a nice place to film. Yeah, I guess you didn't meet him any other time besides that. Oh, maybe once, but not that I can recall. Yeah, so Ian has actually recently he, he has a story about uh, a kitchen accident that he. Uh, was in and um uh i guess I'll, I'll let him tell the story but he chopped off almost pretty much chopped off the fingertip of his pinky mm. on his guitar hand which is pr- uh problematic we're going to talk to him today about songwriting uh um and i guess we talk about getting into slide guitar Oh yeah, didn't he also? You said he was learning how to tattoo too. Tattoo, uh, too. He tattooed himself a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, separately from the the mutilation. Yeah, this was before the mutilation. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, yeah, he lives in Portland, and he uh, 
he's covered in tattoos. He has tattoo out of palm of his hand. I, I, I think that since the last time you saw, when you saw him, I don't think he even had any tattoos. Probably not. I, I don't know if I like the inf- influence of Portland on people. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess he had tattoos before then, but, uh, does he, is he just, would you describe him as a hipster now? I would describe him as a hipster before he was in Portland. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I would say that, uh, I'd pretty much say like, I'm a hipster too at this point. <laughs> I guess so. Not really. <laughs> You're not cool enough to be a hipster. Yeah. But I mean, you don't really have to be cool to be a hipster, right? You, you just have to be like, pretentious. You're like, not, but you don't it? like try to be pretentious. You just, you just, you don't like try to be ahead of the fashion curve. You just like do things you find. Oh interesting. yeah. You just yeah. go go for what's interesting to you, right? Yeah. Well, I guess I'm not ahead of the fashion curve, but I my brother is more fashionable, and a lot of the clothes that I wear, I like sort of inherited from him. Or even clothes that I like. Uh, yeah, hand like, me ups. Hand me, hand me ups. Uh, and he even gave me, uh, got me a pair of overalls. So I think, like, just uh, just by being in close proximity to him, I have a sort of hipsterness uh, to my dress. But uh, besides that, my sense of fashion is like horrifically. You know, I know nothing about it. I'm. I'm I feel like I'm going through a fashion, uh, a fashion evolution. Yeah, I've been wearing a lot more colorful things, particularly shoes, and I've never felt comfortable wearing bright colors before. Yeah, well, I think those like pastel colors and uh, has come back. All the the eighties, nineties type of colors and uh, clothing is coming back. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I, I don't think it's the pastels. Uh, I'm more into like little neon, neon shits. Yeah. I guess more yeah, 90s. I said, I said pastel, but I guess I meant neon. Pastel is more understated, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was uh, eating lunch with my friend, uh, Andreas, the other, yesterday. And we were having, actually, we were having ice cream. And I was wearing basically this. I'm wearing these like kind of short shorts. And I got this mustache. And we're eating ice cream. And this like gay, like really effeminate guy walks by and he's like, Ooh, you guys, you guys enjoying ice cream together? Your friends? <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds like uh you know, that, that viral video um it's not filthy frank but it's the there's like that creepy guy he, he talks like that and they're like on a boat um, and he's like oh are the chupapi munyano chupapi munyano that guy no it's um <laughs> it's a guy wow oh, you know Aaron Titchener who goes, hey, bitch. You know Aaron Titchener? <laughs> no. He's great. But no, let me, can I finish my story? Finish your story. Thank you. And, <laughs> 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 and, and so anyway, he's like grilling us like really hard. And my friend's just getting more and more uncomfortable. I'm my friend Andreas. And he's just like, uh, and the guy's like, what? What flavor ice cream is that? Is that vanilla? And my and he was eating hazelnut ice cream. He's like, yeah, it's vanilla. <laughs> he was so scared, <laughs> and I I felt so bad because I knew it was my fault because I was wearing this mustache and these like leggy shorts, and this guy thought he he was about to get in on a threesome. He's about to invite himself into the gay the gay trio. Maybe that wasn't his uh, intention. Uh, maybe he didn't even swing that way. Maybe it's just a sociable uh, guy yeah. that talks like that. No, he was like eyeing us hard. He was like, uh, "Ooh, ooh!" <laughs> and then he, and then I kind of like gave him the vibe. I'm like, "Enough, you're you're making my friend uncomfortable." Like I didn't like say anything, but I was like, "Okay, you know." And then he walked away, and he was like, "Oh my goodness." <laughs> 
<laughs> I was really like amped up about that interaction. Wow. That guy sounds entertaining. <laughs> I wish I was filming it. I mean, he he was amazing, but also very now I know how women sometimes feel, you know, mm. they're being completely objectified in an uncomfortable way. Eh, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What's up? There you go. Hey. Hey, buddy. Sorry, I'm late. How you doing oh, there? You're right on time. Ian, I hate to roast you off the bat, but you look like, like a 45-year-old farmer. <laughs> I feel like a 45-year-old <laughs> farmer. Uh, How are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. We, I've been kind of just running around uh, all day today, and it, and it got really fucking hot out here. So, um, so I'm having a beer. Nice. What kind of nice. beer? Uh, it's an English style pale ale. Okay, pioneer. I like I like uh, the minimalist uh, design there. Yeah. It's funny. Andrew was literally just talking about like, so Ian's a hipster, and I guess you're. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of a hipster too. And then the first thing you do is just like, with the hat, you're like, oh yeah, I'm just drinking this micro brew. yeah i definitely didn't help myself very much well i i put the hat on because i i I gave myself a mullet i got i'm not helping myself at all here (laughs) and and it's kind of looking a little uh a little too spicy today hey man that's what this is what the people are here for they're here for your brand of uh hipness (laughs) so I, i was telling him about um the recent kitchen accident uh that you've had yeah i uh yeah i had to go to the er i drove myself to the er a couple nights ago i was making dinner and i almost sliced off the tip of my pinky god damn yeah what was that experience like at one point did you realize this is a hospital worthy emergency uh (laughs) Well, I've gotten cuts before that, you know, you just super glue. Mm. When I worked in kitchens, you know, you, if you, if you get a cut and you're kind of hesitant, you just super glue it shut. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And, and I, and I dropped a knife on my hand about a year ago and I, and it, at that point, I, you know, thank God for adrenaline. Right. Cause you, you don't feel jack shit when you like fuck yourself up initially. Yeah. And yeah. It was just like wide open. I actually called Oscar. I FaceTimed Oscar last night. And I was he like, did. you think I could go to the hospital? And he was like, yes. Yeah, he showed me his pinky and it was like, like the tip of his finger was like almost off. Mm. So like, so do you have the ability to screen share on this? All right, yeah, as I was doing it. Yeah, so Ian called me um, and he was essentially like, oh, Hey, go to the ER like this. Um, like I think I could just glue it, and yeah, his finger is like his fingertips <laughs> like falling off. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. dude, you have to, you have like, to go. Yeah, yeah. it was really, it was bummer because it was like I've been trying because I've been trying to like eat dinner early. I like we like grew up eating late ass dinners. Uh, Oscar and I, like we're, how late? We're, how, we're late brothers. how late are we talking? Like probably like nine average, not super late, but like oh. nine nine thirty, right? Wait, no, now 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 I gotta get now I gotta get deeper on this. What was dinner like at the Desiderio house? Dinner was it could be like really chaotic. I think in order to make it happen, I, our parents worked a lot, so I think takeout was definitely. Uh, we talking? Uh, we talking sushi, Chinese, Indian? What are we talking here? Probably uh, everything. Not sushi, not sushi much. I do have a story about uh, our father used to. So you know how Italians they do the seven fishes. Yeah. So my dad had. Well, tell idea. tell everyone because I, I I vaguely know what that means, but it's the feast of the seven fishes. What is that exactly? Yeah. So Italians, I guess, uh, they have like I don't know. I forgot what time of year it's. It's like New Year's or something like that, and they like Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, yeah, something like that. They have like seven fishes i guess to be honest i don't know a lot about it because instead of seven fishes we did the seven junk foods so you get 
wings, Chinese food, pizza, uh, KFC. Uh, this was this was also only when my dad was off the wagon and his wife was out of town. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't happen. This didn't happen when Roxanne was home, and this certainly didn't. And this certainly didn't happen when he sobered up. Word. Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah. definitely there was definitely some. And you know, I remember the first time we did it. I think I was probably like fourteen or fifteen, and like I was smoking pot. And it just sounded like it was going to be amazing. Yeah. But, but it, it's not. It's really disgusting. It's painful. It's really, it's like really uh, gross. It's I'm hard. just trying to imagine conversation around the Desiderio dinner table. Oh, you should come. You should come to dinner. I love that. Yeah. I, you know, it was, it was, uh, I think there was a lot of, uh, a lot of humor i think definitely tons of joking tons of but also maybe some fighting mm. i think i think the food wise it was always like i think our, par- our parents are great cooks but i think you know the older you get the more you're like well maybe maybe they weren't that great well i mean you, <laughs> yeah you worked you work uh, professionally as a cook so you're able to um Right. So I got, I did just a little, just a brief stint with it when I moved out to Portland. Um, But I never really got injured in the kitchen. You you get burns and like little nicks and things. What kind of food were you cooking? Uh, I was at a brewery for a bit. And then I was at a hotel restaurant in the bottom of a hotel, more of like a corporate setting. But I was, I was good friends with, good friends with uh, the chef that I worked with. for and he's he became a close friend of mine and same with the sous chef um and they came from fine dining backgrounds so they were like just fountains of of knowledge but um but i never got fucked up in the kit i mean we got fucked up in the kitchen i never got injured in the kitchen and then when and i never had stitches yeah. and then about a year ago i dropped a, a knife off the counter my girlfriend at the time like a year earlier dropped a knife off the counter and severed a tendon on her foot. And then, and that was right when we moved in maybe two years before, and then everything was fine. And then right before we moved out, I dropped a knife off and reflexes. I tried to catch it and I sliced my hand open and then got like six stitches in my hand. And then we moved out and then everything's fine. And then, um, and I was cutting veggies then and I was cutting veggies the other night and yeah. I was using this big fucking cleaver and I just like, just like ran it yeah. through my pinky. Yeah. Check your, Oh, I sent it to your email, but maybe I'll just show it off my phone. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and you play guitar. Is, so that's pretty and bad. I, I, I play guitar. So it's kind of, it's kind of uh, shitty, but it'll heal. I just got to kind of give it time. I've been recording too. So it definitely, it's not the perfect time to do this. No, dude, yeah. I, I was going to school for guitar and I, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. That's a cool little knife. Uh, yeah, it looks, looks intense. I, 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 uh, split, I split my bone and dislocated my wrist. Like I, I had like a long hairline fracture and then my wrist got dislocated when I was in school for a guitar. It looks like a penis. Damn. That's kind of what my penis looks like too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ladies hey, you watch it. It. You from the side no um andrew is that a real mustache no this is that's just, a, that's just like a, like a like a, a a stick on one right no it's real it's real this is head bad shot it's very it's very did you do you comb it before uh you do a podcast no i i go to a place they do it for me it looks combed no i didn't do it I didn't do anything to it, man. Why are you accusing me? <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good. One. I got a janky ass fucking. Yeah. No, yours looks good. Yours Listen, looks the good. reason the reason why we were talking about dinner times is I've been trying to eat dinner earlier because I, I'm trying because you know the this and this it, it was it's very full circle because the worst part about going to the hospital is that they weigh you. <laughs> they weighed you. They weigh you before you go in, and you're wearing all your clothes and. And it's late, you know, so the body fluctuates, and well, but you're losing. You lost some blood weight. 
yeah yeah and maybe like a, i could have lost a little bit more if i just if i just did the job right and cut off the whole pinky yeah you know and then uh so then with that in mind the next you know but before that i was like you know we got to eat dinner early the quarantine's getting to me like we eat dinner too super late and then like the few times where like you do eat dinner at like you know six o'clock you feel like your body's like thanking you mm-hmm. you're like mm-hmm. I'm so used to like getting full and then going to sleep. Thank you. Yeah. Like laying on the fucking ground watching Netflix. Yeah, I feel you. I I think I've been eating earlier too lately. And not I I I think I've never been too bad, but like I would like have snacks and like desserts right before bed. And I think I'm getting better at not doing that. Yeah, that's that's tough. I feel like I would like yeah, I just like graze all day. But in order to eat earlier dinner, you have to actually rearrange how you eat the rest of the meals throughout the day. Yeah, you know, my yeah. girlfriend, my girlfriend's a nutritionist, and she flipped my entire script on like what is good, like for maintaining blood sugar levels, because I was under the impression, thanks to Monsieur Monsieur Jorogan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta that's take that. Remind, that's who you remind me of yeah. with the mustache. Yeah. Yeah. They call me. Big you gotta question big. some of the stuff sometimes that comes out of that. Well, he has people on. It's not like he doesn't have. He has like somewhat of a variety of people on. Just no one who has like a conservative diet. Like everyone's just yeah. like, no, I got a radical diet. I'm gonna change the way humanity eats. You yeah. know, but no, her her thing, and I I was skeptical. Was just like, yeah, eat a breakfast at a normal time with some sugar and some carbs and some fat in it and and some protein. And I'm like, I'm like, no, but I like to eat only protein because carbs are bad, you know, and sugar is bad. And and then um, I started eating a normal like, you know, not a small breakfast, not too much sugar, but, you know, like some fruit and maybe on some cereal with some milk in it or something, whatever, or some Mm -hmm. bacon and eggs and toast, something like that. And uh, and then my f- I was getting horrible migraines and all of a sudden they went away because I was eating like my body was getting used to processing sugar throughout the day instead of spiking crazily when I like finally did have like a pizza at 3 p.m. And I ate the whole thing and it didn't have any carbs for breakfast and mm-hmm. I was fucking myself. Wow. So- Sorry, this podcast is not about me. This You're is- lucky, but lucky man. man. <laughs> <laughs> A nutritionist at hand yeah That's she, yeah yeah wow yeah my my eating habits are terrible i i could probably take a page out of that book ian are you aware of oscar's ice cream problem yes i am aware of his ice cream problem i think <laughs> i i was you know what i'm i'm kind of impressed i mean like i like ice cream but like i i have like a few bites of ice cream and then i just need to like drink a glass of water yeah. Like, I, yeah. I feel like it dehydrates me when I eat ice cream. But, like, also, you body a pint, right? Like, I body a pint every time. I'm a body a pint after this. And what you call an whore. ice cream problem, I call an ice cream solution. I agree I, with that. I agree with that. You know what? You, you gotta, you, you ice know, cream solution. you vice hop. Yeah. I do vice hop. You gotta vice hop. Vice. You, you do, you know, yeah, seltzer. dude, I fucking love seltzers. I feel like I realized the other day I had an epiphany when I was drinking a polar lime seltzer that, uh, that I like it because it tastes like pine salt or it tastes like how pine salt smells. Ah, cleanliness. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. But Oscar, what I wanted to tell you is that. There is a method that I have devised of eating vast quantities of ice cream without feeling dehydrated, as you as you said, Ian. And that is you create a, a slurry, almost like a milkshake as you go along, pouring more and more milk into the ice cream and stirring it up as you go. Uh, that is that's, high. Wow, that's, that's cool. That reminds me of people, you ever like meet someone who like they eat like uh whenever they have like chocolate cake they just like pour milk (laughs) it's like your chaos like have you ever did you heard of that oh no no maybe maybe i'm just thinking about one particular person that reminds me of that like that championship that tiny japanese guy who's like a championship hot dog eater and he like wets the buns and then swallows all the buns and then downs the hot dogs 
Oh my yeah. god! Like he like de- he like just you know. Yeah, he swallows yeah. the hot dogs whole, but if he wets the buns so they go down easy. What do you think? Oh. It, how, what do you think? Like the following, like. 48 hours are for a hot dog <laughs> oh my god swallow it whole like like like, like, do you, like like what do you think goes on in the bathroom it's just like a gatling gun it's just shooting charging uh, uh, that's, a, that's a folk song that's a folk song right there full horror yeah oh my god yeah that's that's insane so uh, that, that, shit, that shit terrifies me. I'm sorry, Oscar. No, no, no. I was gonna say, uh, how do you like? Does that sort of thought process sort of inspire sort of a song? Like right. a song, yeah. right? I was, just, I was trying to good segue. segue. Yeah, no, that was good. Good job. All right, um, all right. I, had, I had trouble because Andrew says milk. How do you say milk? Milk, like a fucking human. Milk is you, just, milk is milk. not. You say milk. milk. Milk is like milk is no, like. No, but I, people say milk. Yeah, people who like weren't corrected in preschool. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like maybe it's a Pacific Northwest thing because I grew up in Seattle. Maybe it's maybe I'm just maybe it's Seattle thing. I've never. Maybe it's I'm I'm in the Pacific Northwest now, and I am I ain't heard no one say milk. Have you been talking <laughs> to a lot of people about milk? I mean, yeah, there are coffee shops everywhere in Portland. I feel like they always <laughs> about what kind of milk you want. Have you asked? You're you're vegan. You don't drink milk. I do oat milk, yeah. baby. Oat milk. Oat milk. Milk. <laughs> when did you start saying milk? Um, I'm gonna interview you right after. <laughs> your, I just started saying it because I start, started celebrating uh, Milk King Junior Day. Milk Junior. Oh, Day. nice. Yeah. 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 No, I I don't know. I I I just I don't know. I I do remember being like twelve, and someone <laughs> pointing it out to me and being like, "What milk, milk, milk?" And I was like, "No, yeah, yeah, milk, 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 yeah. milk." Must milk. be a West Coast thing, maybe, or maybe it's just a me thing. I don't know, man. I didn't. What do you associate well, with that pronunciation? Idiocy, hillbillies. Like, what do you? A, so- a different like region. Yeah, I picture your parents like being like oh it's so cute and then like it getting to a point where it's just like they can't correct you yeah they were, my parents were definitely <laughs> negligent in a number of ways and that was the least of them yeah it could be a thing i don't know everything's pretty fucking different like there are a lot of big fucking differences creek crick crook because you, so you're so you're a you're a west coast to east coast person yeah i aged 10 I like like age three to ten. I lived in Seattle, and then moved. From so you, then on. you you remember? So do you so you didn't have like a culture shock? Do you think you're a little too young to be like, wow, <laughs> like New York's crazy? I mean, or, I remember thinking like, man, I thought New York kids were tough. They're all pussies. That's what I remember. <laughs> but I was in Westchester, so I was like, what? I don't yeah, know. of course, yeah. But it's also. <laughs> I when we'd meet like kids, like when, when we were in high school, we'd meet kids in high school who like went to high school in New York City. We were like, damn, you guys fucking suck. Like you guys are so lame. Really? Why yeah. why? Cause they were like coddled. Well, it probably depends on the neighborhood. I feel like, yeah, I felt it depends on the neighborhood, but like meeting kids like, you know, who like went to school in my high school in like I don't know, maybe like the upper west side or something. Oh where, yeah, like, for sure. Where you were like, you were like, damn, you're like just a fucking bougie privileged like groomed white kid yeah but those same kids like have friends who are now homeless and like ODing. that's true (laughs) so uh, yeah i feel like i i was just talking about this today because like this the like this the fashion style in kids in portland is like outrageously cool like Mm. like it's nothing how i was dressing at age 12 yeah what was your style at age 12 oh i was like like thickness like a little chunky (laughs) i was definitely like probably like cargo shorts yeah yeah probably like hand-me-down shirts from like oscar or baggy 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 uh, pants into style i remember going to the gap the old navy that was my shit. Old Nate. Aero Pastel if I was lucky. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, or like 
fuck, what was getting like, yeah, graphic tees at Hot Topic. Yeah, Tommy Hilfinger. I, I, it's weird, man. I tried to f- dress preppy and it did not. It was really bad. It was a yeah. really bad thing. I thought that was like the nice way to dress or the cool way to dress. Remember when like, co- like mm. colorful skinny jeans came in? Yeah. Everyone was wearing like like yellow and purple. Uh, but I'm significantly older than you. Like how old are you, Ian? I'm 26. Yeah, I'm 34. Wow. <laughs> wow. Whoa, what was it like? Your, what yeah, what was uh well it was like was Watergate like <laughs> yeah he met I'm Paul just saying he met Henry Kissinger, he was on the campaign trail yeah. in the 90s. Dude, I Henry sold Kissinger. I once sold Henry Kissinger a postcard. <laughs> a postcard. <laughs> I was I was volunteering at the United Nations. He was doing quaaludes. At when, the back when quaaludes were around yeah, yeah. dude r.i.p man he he died no quaaludes oh. was, <laughs> not fucking kissinger fuck kissinger <laughs> not in south africa they're going strong baby man are they really man oh yeah it's a real problem Yo, they south trade africa. they trade the chinese um they trade them abalone for quaaludes they trade them baloney abalone Oh, what's you're, ab- a, you're a fucking chef. You should know that. I'm yeah, not. I, that is. I was a short order cook. It's like a, it's like a kind of like a big ass sea mollusk looking fucking thing. It's almost like, like a, a it's like a, a meaty pussy scallop. Oh, oh like, <laughs> like a fucking yeah. big boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Speaking okay, about meaty, tell us about your songwriting. Oh my God, Oscar! <laughs> Just please, See, I, I please. No, I um, I yeah, I I think I I started writing. I I really wanted to be able to write songs. Probably when I was about twelve. Or so I, I I think I I copied Oscar because Oscar was playing guitar, and then I wanted to learn how to play guitar, of course, and then and then I kind of started falling in love with like folk music and traditional American folk music and folk music from the Appalachians and you know like any other kid probably Bob Dylan yeah Paul Simon yeah. Uh, hell yeah and. And I think I, I think I kind of like like willed it into existence. Like it wasn't there, and I think I like obsessively was just like, I like I I have to like I have to learn how to do this. Like I have to do this. And then I remember like you know then you just kind of bullshit your way through, and you just like literally just force yourself to do something, and then you edit it, and it's garbage. And then you move on, but it's yeah. like another notch in the belt. I think I think you're I think you're kind of still doing that. I don't think there's like a. I don't think there's like a you know like you put the pen on the paper and it just flows out of you or like yeah. everything you're I walking mean, the street and there's like poetic, uh, like lines coming in and out of your head. But but Ian had uh, in high school he he created this band and he worked on. He wrote the music. He um, got everyone together. They and got gigs together. Well, you know, all being like under eighteen, and got the attention of uh, a couple of engineer uh, drummers who uh, record music. And he got like a contract. He had a manager, and he was what? on the radio. He was on the peak. That's sick, dude. Yeah, like in high school. Yeah. So. We, well, we started, uh, yeah, me and some buddies started a band called Argon and the Noble Gases. <laughs> I kind of remember that. I kind of remember yeah. that. And, and we, we just like, we kind of just like wanted to, we would like jam and we wanted to play shows. And the only place we kind of knew that we could play shows in town was Coffee Labs in Terrytown. And yeah. when you book Coffee Labs, you book two hours. So we were like, okay, well, we need to write two hours worth of music. And then, so we kind of just like 
you know, stop, you know, like we would just like smoke pot at home and kind of, you know, stopped really kind of being super social and just started like doing the same thing, just like kind of bullshitting and throwing things together. And um, we weren't super into like, unfortunately we weren't like super into recording as much as we were just kind of like writing and performing. Mm -hmm. um, why maybe, do you say, why do you say but, unfortunately? Well, uh, unfortunately, because I, I think now I'm like just getting to a point where it's like, I really want to expand the part of my brain that can like process that side of being a musician. Uh, I think I like tech, I'm not like a technical person at all. And I had like a, like a bootleg Russian version of logic on my computer for like 10 years that like that I've been using and and like I don't think I ever truly like like I never learned how to mix or like do anything like I would just like I would record things like softer if like I needed them to <laughs> instead of recording you know like that was my yeah. that was my I'm like just gonna play near further near the bridge instead yeah. of having to EQ this exactly, exactly. <laughs> or, or it was like it was like you know I I think like and I think that goes back to like when I was like teaching myself how to play guitar, like, mm -hmm. and like, I don't have like, you know, I think it was like uh, taking advantage of the guitar and like how you strum it or finger pick it or anything and how loudly you'll sing or how softly you'll sing. I think I was doing the same thing when I switched to electric guitar in a band which was, I think, kind of like annoying to a lot of people that I played with. Because, because <laughs> like, you played oh, dynamically? <laughs> well, I know. I think it was because... It's a good thing. I, I think I think it maybe it came down to when we would actually record. And uh, like, and like yeah. my, just my tone, like I, would, I wouldn't like crank it and do it. And then we'll just like mix it later. I was like trying to be like really like yeah. to work on the attack, which I think can be problematic, but I think you, I, I you're wanted, trying to master it on, acoustically. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to like fuck with any of the engineering. It just was too much for my brain. Do you ever listen to the, I forgot his name, but there's like a guitarist who like plays delay, like without a delay pedal. Like he just like plays the delay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he like manually. Yeah, oh, wow. manually delays his. That's cool. That's yeah. That's kind of like, but that's also kind of like on par with like, like you know those people who like. No, it's not on par with this, but it, it, it reminds me of this people who like play acoustic guitar and like drum on their guitar. Oh, I, yeah. hate, I hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate so much. <laughs> like, so if it's anything like that, I don't. I don't like it. There was a part of me that really kind of liked that and it was like I tried to do it a little bit, but I never like performed it because I just like was like, oh, this is fucking lame. I mean, that's got to be like there's like a golden little moment in history when that was like so fucking like. What was that yeah. chick's name? Khaki King. She. she was oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Does she, she do that? I kind of like Khaki King. Though. Yeah, I think she was good at it. I don't know. I'm Khaki talking. King has a doesn't she have an album with the Mountain Goats? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you think about Joanne Newsom? I like her. Yeah, Joanne she's Newsom. cool. Peach player plum. She has a real interesting voice. Peach player plum. There's Ooh. a cool. There's also a band called Joanna Gruesome. Really? No, there isn't. <laughs> yeah, there is. That that's is a cool it, band too. Is it like the Misfits meets Joanna Newsom? <laughs> no. No, but I was just listening to a Misfits cover today mm. um, by, uh, oh shit, what's that fucking, he was in like the Built to Spill circuit. All right, let's, Hel let's guess each other's favorite bands. Helvet Hel Helvetia? Helvetica? I don't know who no, that is. Okay, guess each other's favorite band. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll go first. Okay. Okay, Joe Rogan for you. <laughs> Yeah, the Joe Rogan theme song. I love it. It's so good. Down, down, now, 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 down, down, now, now. Yeah, no. There's a there's a monkey in there somewhere, right? At the end. I love that. That's my favorite. Is that is am I thinking is that is that I can I can only come when I hear that monkey. I think Oscar uh I don't know. I mean I I think I also know Oscar. He's he's my brother. Oh, yeah. listening yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I don't know. Oscar growing up, it was just Jimi Hendrix, I think. Oscar yeah, Hendrix. awesome. He uh, still holds up. Super into Jimi Hendrix. Uh, Me too, man. Uh, okay, and, you and, all right, Andrew. You, you gotta, you gotta give me a serious one. Joe oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, based, like, based on what? Like how you look, or just based must, on, like this, this interaction? Just this, just anything. All possible information. Uh, I feel like. I feel like you listen to like, like Wolfpack or like Funky, Funky. White. I can see that. I can funky, see that. Funky like kind of white boy music. I kind of like Wolfpack, but they're a little like, I, I'm I'm kind of racist against white people doing grooving music. Yeah. They're fucking talented. Yeah. But they're I pretty. Think. They're pretty good at arranging it though. No, they're really good. They're really good, yeah. but it's just like the groove is not quite enjoyable. It's like really talented and impressive. But I don't know why. I just like I just like oh, you're trying too hard. You're trying a little too hard. Yeah, that's. <laughs> and then Oscar, I feel like you're like a, a broken ceiling fan. Broken back. Broken social scene. Broken back mountain goats. Ah. The broke back mountain goats. Yeah. It's all all gay mountain boat goats cover band. Uh, I, I, for I think um. Uh, Ian would be uh, uh, recordings on shellac records of the shellac uh, record, a, a shell, like a, a, ethnomusicology, mm. like, yeah, just like yeah. field recordings of just like the Lomax brothers, goats. <laughs> And uh, acapella uh, machismo men, you know, doing acapella versions of uh, Civil War songs. All right. Yeah, I, I'm down with that. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, did you do me, Oscar? Oh, um, I would say uh, yours would be... Uh, Bossa Nova metal. Yeah. I would listen to that. I don't don't know. That actually would be pretty cool. Yeah. Where's the where's the other knowledge daddy? Oh, Sean's at some kind of like comedy football show. I don't know what the fuck he's doing tonight. He's too good for us, man. He's he's kind of like the young buck of the group, huh? He is the young Buck, as yeah. in like Uncle Buck, played by John Candy. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me guess your guys. Wait, did you guess? Oh, you did. You said Boston Over Metal. Okay, so okay, Ian, I'm gonna say you like. Um, I like. I think you like just methed out hillbillies playing Britney Spears on banjo. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I like, like that, like, man. Cr- like crust punks. Yeah, or no, I just mean like on on banjo, just like and just like a just like a bluegrass arrangement, but yeah. like r- really fucking bare bones. All right, and like peanut butter cranked out. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means either, but that sounds. I don't know. It's just peanut, peanut butter crank. I think it's meth. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a kind of meth. Oscar, you like um, the sound of Russians torturing babies harmonized <laughs> with with Greek Orthodox church music. Wow. That is too on the money. It's <laughs> a little bit uncanny. Okay, well, and then what's the real ones? Okay, what's what's your real, like... Say say you you're like all time favorite music. Oh like man, you I live until you die, and then what are you like really loving right now? All right, you go first, Oscar, because I gotta think about this. Yeah, I was gonna say this is always a really hard question for me. Um, but I've been 
honestly, I have not been listening to as much music as I should hmm. uh, recently. I've been kind of just doing my thing. A lot of times I plug in my phone and I just have like an iTunes library and like, I guess jazz pops up. Uh, oh, what's that? Uh, there's this album, I guess, Charlie Christensen. I got the album from Alan way back in the day, a guy I went to college with. Um, Kristen, you just add the fucking son for no reason. Oh, Charlie Christian? Yeah. Yeah, Anthem? Yeah, he invented, he basically invented electric guitar playing. That's awesome. Like in the 20s, in the fucking way before, uh, what's his name? That dude. That's Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of another guy. I'm thinking of another guy? Yeah, it's not Charlie Christian because the, the, I, this, that's the guy I, I mistake him with. Mm. Uh, but you go, Andrew. I'll have to look up this guy. All right. Um, I'd say like all all time that I can like probably listen to till I die. I'm, I'm a replacements fan. Um, love the replacements. Um, and then just right now, I'm like I'm really getting into like Big Star. Oh yeah, yeah. Big Star is great. Who's Alex like, Chilton. Yeah, who's like? There's a song by the Replacements. That's probably why I'm into. It. And then, um, and also, I'm trying. I'm getting into classical, like some some um, Schubert and type type shit. Yeah, man, I love classical music. Yeah, yeah. I think that's classical music would be probably like the genre I'd have to go to for like longevity. Uh, just because like I because there's like a lot of, but there's like depth there so I could like it could sustain me for a long time but Christian Scott was the guy oh, who I okay. always Charlie Christensen but or Charlie Christian and then Christian Scott Christian. Travis Scott Travis just, Scott Travis Scott is, thing. is that from Blink is he from Blink 182 yeah, I think so. Oh, what about you, Ian? Come on, drop it. Drop some. Um, damn, I don't know because okay, so classical is also big because like I think that was like huge in our house growing up. Mm. Uh, like my our dad only listens to classical music. Like couldn't name you like five Beatles songs. What what kind of stuff was he playing? A lot of like Beethoven and the archduke chopin, trio. uh a lot of beethoven chopin bach mm, start yeah and then my mom our mom was a hippie so that's kind of where we got all of our like like pop culture yeah music from um but i think but is also a big classical fan i think bands that i will love till i die i think like like a band like built to spill big fan or like the shins i think like early yeah, i love the shins yeah, yeah. I, those records some of like their first few records it like i can just always listen to them new slang was the first song i learned how to play on guitar so man garden state that's zach a hard half man zach Braff, yeah. baby. Zach Braff, Zach Braff, Braff Zach Braff. <laughs> Port, Portman, Portland, Natalie Portland. Natalie Portland, yeah. Natalie Portland. I also think, I also think like, I like shamelessly like love Neutral Milk Hotel. I love Neutral Milk Hotel too, dude. Dude. I think they're I, a great fucking band. I saw them live at Omegon Brewery and it was so fucking good. It like what the had a fuck. That's insane. It was so. It was like a camping show. You camp over there, and it was. Is this so when they were doing their like reunion tour? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I got to see them at um, uh, at the Capitol. Nice. In Still Georgia. haven't been to the Capitol, but that was, it's a yeah. great venue. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I and they have the a really there. cool. Yeah, they have a really cool uh, um bar next to it that has a, that has like smaller shows called mm. garcia's mm. yeah 
big Grateful Dead fans. That's another thing. I think the Grateful Dead. I also really like the Grateful Dead. <laughs> yeah. Yo, if I were to listen to a Grateful Dead album besides American Beauty, because I've listened to that one to death, but I haven't really listened to anything else. What should I listen to? Uh, Working Man's Dead. Is oh, no, that's what I meant. Working. That's what I meant. <laughs> that's the one I've listened to. Billions. American Beauty. Okay. Um, I listened to that a little bit. Too. Wait a minute. I, I was thinking, I was also uh, thinking about, um, also their first album is really cool. Uh, What's that? I think it's Anthem in the Sun or Anthem okay. of the Sun. Um, yeah. It's like super kind of weird, but also I, I like love the dead, but I can't like, I like can't really listen to like, they're like, I don't know. Like I can do some of their live stuff, but once yeah. it gets a little too Grateful Deady, I'm like, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. You gotta like, be on acid there. Yeah, I, yeah. I think like, like, like I meet a lot of people who are like, yo, I fucking hate the dead. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> so, like, I, like, it's not, it's not like I was, it's just like the right place at the right time. Yeah. Like, I think you like acquire, it's like, like, I think I started listening to the mountain goats when I was like, I had a cousin who showed it to me when I was like 11 or 12. And that was like the perfect time. And then I like didn't get into bright eyes. Cause like, I didn't want to listen to bright eyes. Was yeah. that Elise? It was Elise. Elise showed me. At least told me to check out the Mountain Goats and I think like the Decemberists. Yeah, I like the Decemberists, but they're both bands that I just love. Great Mountain Goats is another one that I think that I'll take with me to the grave. The Mountain I've Goats. never really but listened. Think, to yeah, it's another one of those yeah. bands where it's just like his voice. Oscar hates that. Yeah, uh, yeah. like I, yeah, I need to like, I need to. Uh, there's certain bands or certain, yeah, that just like really get at me. Like that's the one. Like that guy's voice, like. But, but can I say but, something back about Neutral Milk Hotel? I, I went to um, the saw the saw player for that band. He has yeah. his own band called The Music Tapes. Yeah, that's a great band. Dude, I saw them live in these kids' basement in Marlboro. They wow, did really? they did a whole show with like we helped them unpack their truck and like set up lights and animatronic animals and like yeah. crazy shit in just really? as like just like the 70s shitty basement with like 12 people and we yeah. just spent the All night that with them. stuff dude the, the music tapes the music tapes they're a they're like a really interesting band i saw they they did um they did an mpr tiny desk I think around Christmas where they just played Christmas songs oh, shit. like a while back. Um, what's and, the, what's the like setup? Like there's a saw player. Does he play saw? There's like a the bunch of, tapes? I think there's like a bunch of saw players. They like, they, they're, saw, they're, trombone. I forgot what else. They like, they like wow. bow banjos. It's like super experimental, super, they'll like put analog, like uh, tape recordings and they'll play them. And, like I saw the one of the songs that I think like was like so. I think they did like a Silent Night version on Singing Saws, and then one of the ones that really stuck out to me was they had uh, an old like, so I think they had an old field recording or something of a homeless guy really wasted singing a song, nice. and they like played wow. it. They like played it, like the tape, and then like were like bowing banjos um but then it's really cool because that that kind of group of uh that like music scene uh like neutral milk hotel and uh the olivia tremor control and circulatory system and like all of these bands the gerbils all of these bands they were just like suit they all were in i think uh, athens georgia in mm. the 90s and they all were just super into uh they lived in like a music house are they and related to like sebado well, Sebado, Sebado would come when they would do, I think when they would tour, they would play at their house. Yeah, I like Sebado. Uh, Sebado's a great band. And then they would like, they were just super into like analog, or that, I mean, that's what they had. They had analog like tape, like four tracks and all these things that that's how they were recording. And they got really into making sound collage and like supporting each other musically and it just kind of they created this like really kind of beautiful little glip like this little co musical community yeah uh, i fucking i had tickets to go see lou barlow in connecticut and i just didn't go because it was far and no one wanted to go with me oh no, oh, no. 
Oh man. Yeah. Well, okay. What best best concert? Well, before I say that, I say that one that I'm a band that I'm getting into now, or that I've been getting to the last few years, is a band called Pile. That's that's really incredible. Yes. Right, I took Oscar to their show in in uh, when I was last visiting New York City, and they're really really creative. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to say that that like in recent memory, like rock and roll shows and stuff. I don't even. It's not like I go to a boatload of them, but like that was definitely the most like uh, fun and. At, at a, a show like recently, well, that and Anderson Pack. Uh, oh, uh, was, yeah, yeah. That dude, would, his would... tiny desk concert is so fucking amazing. Yeah, so fucking good. He's yeah. just crazy talented. I almost got to like meet him, but then he, I was supposed to like engineer a podcast he was on, and it was going to be me, him, and Dave Chang in a room, and then oh he God. he canceled. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. but. Would have been a lot of fanboying anyway, probably. Probably. Yeah, I, I didn't know who he was at the time. I had no idea. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what were you saying? Um, we were I was going to say oh, favorite most recent. or best shows. Oh, best shows. Like well, best, me, best concerts you've been to. I mean, Music Tapes was awesome. Uh, I mean, both times. I saw Wilco open for Neil Young. That was cool. Oh, shit. That yeah, was that. fucking cool um i saw fleet foxes before they blew up at like bowery ballroom that was cool yes mm. um i'm trying to think just like jazz a lot of jazz shit like yeah. going to uh newport jazz festival that was fucking oh cool. right on. damn yeah how about you guys well oh well i got a lot of combination of things well like i used to go to uh different perspective different jump around different uh places i saw uh ravi coltrane for like jazz i think recently that was like the big jazz one that stuck out for for me Mm -hmm. or like avant-garde classical uh uh lulu uh, it's opera uh written uh by uh berg i might i might be getting this wrong uh albenberg uh and then rock i guess re- yeah recently well I, I was on a big pixies kick so like i just i saw the pixies uh at the capitol and the sound at the capitol is amazing but yeah. I, but ian showed me this band pile and uh i got i really got into them he showed me this band uh was it green and gray right I think that that was like one of their one of their recent albums, and yeah. just the guitar on it is awesome, and it sort of had like this uh, edgy sort of uh, like Nirvana meets math rock sort of vibe to it, um, and the lead singer looks like our stepbrother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, how about you, Ian? I think I've seen like a, a few bands like multiple times. And I think those bands, like I, I think a, always a great show is a band called Sheer Mag. Uh, that's like a really kick-ass. How do you spell that? Sheer, S-H-E-E-R. And then the second word is Mag, just M-A-G. Okay. Sheer Mag, always a wonderful show. They have like three guitarists, but it's totally not like overwhelming. It's just like like rock and roll music, cool. and the lead singer is so talented, and she's like kind of punky, and that's always a great show. I saw um, I fanboyed and spent like a hundred dollars when I first moved to ticket uh, to Portland on a ticket to go see Paul Simon at like like a stadium, <laughs> like at that's the cool. Center, which is like where the Blazers play. What was that like? Uh, it was incredible. It was like totally like he still got it and like he sang all the hits you know it was just great i was just totally like loving every second that was a great show um i also saw fleet foxes about yeah about 11 or 12 years ago yeah that that was a phenomenal show they're just really talented guys i got to see the mountain goats um which was awesome i got to see uh projectors i i would see yeah that was a great show 
Yeah. I saw, I saw when I last saw Sheermag, Power Trip opened up for them. They're like a, I think like a Texas hardcore band. Mm. They just lost their lead singer, actually, I think like a couple Damn. months ago. Um, but uh, I mean, just I, like so many, I feel like I've been so lucky, you know, lucky growing up near New York City and constantly, they're constantly being shows that you can go to. I saw Duster, which was awesome out in Portland. Which I don't is a, know though. They're like a slow core band. Okay. Um, I got to see. I actually made. I made a list on my phone the other day. Uh, I'm trying to remember all of uh, the bands that I've seen. Oh, I think one of the best shows we saw Philip Glass. We saw Philip Glass perform by himself in like a tiny little town hall in I think Irvington or Hastings. Do you remember this? Oh, you were there with, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> you meet, I think my ex, one of my ex-girlfriends. Yeah, was, no, yeah, I, I remember that. What was he that also, experience was, like? What did he play? Like, what was that like? I think he was playing the Metamorphosis, meta, yeah. right? His Metamorphoses. Metamorphoses, uh, yeah. It was just the piano, it was like super intimate. It was like a stuff. little, a little like New York River town town hall. Hmm. Yeah, he did it for a fundraiser uh, for uh-huh. a Tibet house, I think. Cool. Because uh, he's a Buddhist and he was raising money, uh, I guess, for Buddhist stuff. Tibet. I, I saw Cypress Hill and Naughty by Nature. That was That's a great cool. show. I love Naughty by Nature. Yeah, we also we also saw uh, Levon Helm before he passed away wow. and buddy guy who's several alive. times like three times at least i saw him like i've seen buddy guy like th- thrice i think remember the free shows in central park dude i got to see sharon jones and the dap kings free at, at one of those oh yeah and i saw I that on- I got to see fucking feelies the feelies yeah and oh. alabama shakes oh cool oh uh, that's cool yeah, man, those are great. Those shows are great. For the free shows in Prospect Park, right? There was, I think I saw Diggable Planets in Prospect Park. Same place we saw Dirty Projectors, which was really awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, this is fucking boring for whoever's listening. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is listing names of the shit. <laughs> no, so, dude, you gotta get. People need uh, like music recommendations. Honestly, I, I hit up Ian. I'm like, Ian, what bands do you listen to? I like just add them on Spotify. Just like yeah. switch up my. Because uh, I mean, his a- recall, his re- his recall for like different bands is like, yeah. like, like ask me to like name as many bands. Like, I, I right. cannot. All right. Well, well, well let's. I want to ask Ian. I want to ask you one more question before we wrap up. Um, yeah. So if you, if someone is at home and they're going to write their first song or they just want to take a beginner's mindset to writing a song and they need a they need a refresher they need to just like they they feel bogged down from their experience writing songs mm-hmm. what is your what was, what is your advice what, what would you say um I, I think i would say that you know i think that you should sit down and try to get rid of any sort of distraction that you have around you, like i.e. your phone or something. And I would, you know, if you're using a guitar or something, I would just improvise and I would experiment with vocal melody. And when you have something that you feel confident about, think about how you can structure words into it. And I would also say that, you know, become friends with poetry mm-hmm. and, you know, and an experiment making poetry because there's no, uh, there's no guidelines or barriers or boundaries or anything, you know, just write about anything that you want to write about or write about things that you don't want to write about. Just, <laughs> you know, just... You just get familiar with with putting it down and putting it onto paper. That's great advice. That's great advice. That's Ian, good. where can uh, people find you and your music and everything? 
Uh, I have a Bandcamp, uh, and you can just type in height regulations for space travel. Uh, <laughs> height regulations for space travel onto Google, but you can also just do height reg, R-E-G, uh, dot bandcamp.com. Okay. Cool. All right, heightreg.bandcamp.com. Yeah, and Oscar's uh, Oscar and I are working on about two albums now together. Oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah. Oscar mentioned. And uh, and I'll be back in New York in in about you know five days and to light a fire under Oscar's ass. Oh, there shit. you go. I'll do it. it. And then it's my yeah. fault. It's my fault that he's taking so long. I, I've been... I know. <laughs> yeah. you're like i know i hate you <laughs> and your stupid fucking paste on mustache <laughs> dried mustache yeah i'm sorry ian i'm sorry <laughs> thank you guys for having me on thanks for coming on you're a great yeah, guest thank dude. you man